0: I tell you, those gates are a little screwy. Yeah. Where they take you, where they say you're going.
1: It really means nothing. You go through the same gate as one person and it's a completely different ball game for you. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia.
0: And I'm Justin in the desert. When you're
1: right, you're right, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we were all... Maybe it was just hope or it was just... But don't... Yeah. <laughs> a meat grinder?
1: I know. How upset were you that that came back? A meat grinder? But you had to read that twice. You
0: got to see a different take on it. Hey, anyway, let's let's talk about what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, we're talking about... We got one Digi, X-Men Unlimited, number 99. We've got Ghost Rider Wolverine, Weapons of Vengeance, number one. The Alpha. The Alpha. Fall of X, Children of the Vault, number one. And Fall of X, Immortal X-Men, number 14.
0: Wow. Before all that. News? It's the news time. News, 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 news. Top of the news, just to get out in case it sounds different, we're recording in a different setup. Yes. So if it sounds different, I'm sorry, but we're making it work.
1: Yeah, it's because of me and my inability at this current moment to sit in a chair. So I'm currently laying on the couch and we're making it work because we love doing the podcast. So, you know, here we are.
0: Here we are. And we're talking about Uncanny Avengers number one, a preview. So the issue comes out next Wednesday. The preview talking about, do you want Do you want to know? Because I, I know you're often very avoiding on previews. You like preview art, but not previews.
1: Yeah, it's fine. Because I always feel like when I say, no, don't tell me, then it's like doing a disservice to everyone else who probably wants to know. So I guess like if you don't want to know earmuffs and if you do want to know Justin's going to tell
0: us. Well, if you do want to know, it's on social media. I put it on Instagram earlier on Friday. Mm. But it's essentially, and this came up in conversation on the post, a mutant concentration camp led by Orcus. They're like in lines saying, if you don't want the gene therapy, then you've got your one-way ticket out of here to Araco, essentially. I'm...
1: Highly uncomfortable. By sure, that. sure, yeah. That I mean, literally made my the, whole self just freeze when you sure started talking. they don't
0: they don't call it a concentration camp. They call it a filtration center, but it is the same idea. You have these guys shouting at the civilians huddled in the rain. It evokes the Magneto in X Men Number One, the film. Dang. And in that huddle is a shadowy figure who's given. Notes that, hey, if there's a signal coming, follow my lead, run.
1: Shadowy figure?
0: A shadowy figure in a hood, and it's Kanan, Psylocke, slicing this lead guard in the throat.
1: Yo, let's go, ex ladies.
0: Ex ladies with swords.
1: I'm so here for this.
0: The blood splatters everywhere, and she says, just so we're clear, that was my signal to run. (laughs) <laughs> it's like the blood splattering all the over the other agents. <laughs> Just so agents. We're
1: clear. That was it.
0: If you're staying, you're fighting. And mm. and she goes off in the fighting panel that we've already seen. A lot of people on Instagram commented how much they enjoyed the art, which oh, I cool. would agree. It looks really great, especially the colors, the way that it paints these different styles and reactions. I thought it was really great. I That's was very awesome. excited. I I wasn't sure what to expect with Uncanny Avengers, but Yeah. Jerry, you know? Jerry. You know Jerry? Uh, I'm out for the ride.
1: Good stuff, Jerry. Good stuff.
0: Rodeau wondered what Captain America's opinions on this mission, like this Mm. attack, the fact that Psylocke is killing Orcus agents. And I said that it's basically a mutant concentration camp. It's basically them being eliminated. He probably came up with the idea. This is like modern-day Nazis.
1: Captain America, if you're not into it, like I know you don't like to kill people, okay? I understand, but Orcus is a whole nother level. Orcus got to go.
0: Yeah, Sorry. I'm saying that he would say he would be into it. It's like basically Nazis. It's like punching Nazis.
1: Right, but I don't recall Captain America murdering. Really, he's more like the knock him out, lock him up. Yeah, kind of guy.
0: I think in war, like even even in the movies. It was like shooting at people. Or he's not really shooting. He's, I guess, knocking them out, but everybody else is shooting. Yeah. Yeah. But he, that's why he didn't want Wolverine on the Avengers and New Avengers was because he's a killer. Mm. That was a great run. Anyway, X-Men Arcade 1-Up, the cabinet, the four-player cabinet. Oh, you know what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So it's been, I think, what, like $700, all a, $750 ever since it came out. It's on sale on Wayfair for $500. And I've been thinking about it for an extremely long time. So I bought it.
1: Yeah, well, so Justin texted me today and he said that X-Men Arcade is on sale for $250 off. And I said, don't text me these things unless you want me to tell you to buy it.
0: I was already buying it. I posted about it and people were like, do it, do it. And I was like, I already did it. It's
1: (laughs) already done. You should have made a reel with that. I'm not going to do it. I'm just thinking about it. Nah, girl. I'm not going to do it. I
0: already did it. I already did it. <laughs> hey, welcome to. I think we got some new listeners. We got a, we got a big the gala gave us a bump. Like people Amazing. came out and downloaded the gala. That's awesome. Shout out. Hope you Thanks, enjoyed y'all. it. we got a lot of great compliments on Instagram. If you want to talk to us, that's mainly where we are. Uh, mm. Twitter is maintaining appearances. I'll be honest. I never really was on Twitter <laughs> It's all just tweets. yeah, it's all just pushing the Instagram content.
1: Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. you all hope you stick around and please talk to us. We love interaction.
0: Yeah. And the polls and the yeah. question boxes and just hearing your your thoughts on what's going on in the books. I noticed that it was uh, the gal did big numbers and then the last episode, which was late mm. later than normal, as is this one. We, we got a lot going on. I just I feel like I need to qualify, you know? Yeah. You, I don't, can I don't just like... blame
1: most of everything on my injury right now. It's
0: it's very injury related, but it's also it's house. Yeah. Stuff. It's it's just dealing with things and life and. Yeah. We are people too.
1: That's right. And, and we appreciate have... you all like still sticking around even though. Yeah. We can't. We're not always exactly the same day our episode comes out.
0: Ideally, it would be Friday. It used to be. Yeah. It used to be late, late Thursday night because I would drive myself you would just insane not sleep. and edit. Right after we'd record, but
1: don't do that anymore.
0: No, I don't like it. Older, wiser. <laughs> I do. I want to mention two things about the Spider-Man world because the Spider-Man world is like tangentially the X-Men world.
1: Right. It's it's real close right so now.
0: Last week, it, it's been Spider-Man overload over the last couple of weeks. Last week. What? Yeah.
1: I'm telling everyone you said that.
0: No, I I love it. It's a good thing. Last week was Amazing Spider-Man Annual, right? Or mm-hmm. two weeks ago. I don't remember. This week is Spider-Man annual. Different title. right? So there's Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man. What? Your face right now. I knew that Both this would out be a thing. Both out at the same time? One week after each other. Well, That's... actually, and technically. Um, so Amazing Spider-Man comes out twice a month. Spider-Man comes out once a month.
1: Ugh, whatever. And And they're not telling the same story
0: They're telling different stories about Spider-Man in New York current day
1: Both Peter Parker, Spider-Man Peter
0: Parker, Spider-Man Sometimes other Spider-Man, Spider-People are involved
1: Both telling Peter Parker present day This is a
0: big tangent (laughs)
1: Stories How many But not the same story
0: Right Wolverine is canonically
1: they make sense together
0: I mean they happen at different times but the same time You know
1: so the situation with MJ is the same in both? Yes. Fine.
0: Like the overall workings of the world are the That's same. That's bananas. But they're going on different adventures. This is nothing new. Spider-Man as a title, as a as a line, has always supported, not always, but for a long time, supported like Peter Parker Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man. Sensational Spider-Man and, you know, like, like these are all...
1: I can understand that more coming from like there are multiple X-Books because... There are multiple X characters And yes, some characters are in more than one book. But this is one character... With multiple has solos. With multiple solo books. Yes. I did not know that. Batman it's a does a little it. out of control, I think. Batman does it. Who cares about Batman? This is
0: a comparable character. What are you talking about? In terms of popularity? In terms of flagship? Listen, Spider-Man... don't
1: even get me started on Batman. Because the only good thing about Batman is villains.
0: Spider-Man, I mean... Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) A major thing. Not the only good thing. But the
1: draw to Batman is the villains. Not Bruce Wayne. Sure. In my personal opinion. I've made 20 million people mad with that sentence.
0: You've made me generally perturbed. (laughs) Anyway, Spider-Man. Spider-Man
1: madness.
0: Annual. You're going to flip out again too. But in the annual, Kamala Khan is meeting with Spider-Man. He's telling her how she died oh the details of what happened at least to a degree and she keeps on saying i gotta go meet up with the x-men and x-men is stylized in the font of the logo (laughs) it's just like x-men and he's he's like you don't keep on having to say it like that
1: (laughs) and she's like yes i do because i am one of them now you don't know
0: in that he revealed his secret identity to kamala (gasps) which is the first time that ever happened She's she like, listen, out.
1: I know that you're Kamala Khan, so I'm gonna let you or, or you're Miss Marvel, so I'm gonna let you know that I'm Peter Parker. Right. Whoa.
0: In addition to that, this week, Amazing Spider-Man the comic came out. The oh, annual. Jesus. <laughs> That's why I was like, you're gonna lose <laughs> your mind. You're gonna lose your mind even more. This is only tangentially, so like get away from don't like Spider-Man sells a lot of books. <laughs> Kingpin is referenced a handful of times and the potential of him doing something, making a comeback, being the the bosses of New York have taken notice of the fact that Kingpin is making moves and setting up shop essentially in the Hellfire Gala or in the Hellfire Club through Emma.
1: Well, am I going to have to start reading all 27 Spider-Man books?
0: Two Spider-Man books. And you can if you want. (laughs) They're there. It was a long one, though. Longbox Lounge said, so uh, is the Krakoan era over? The gala took the wind out of the sails.
1: The Krakoan era is not over. I think
0: how we know it. So the the era of the Krakoan Island Nation is on a pause right now and is in a different direction. So how you think about the Krakoan era is unique. I guess that is true. The era that we're going into is just a, a twist on... The status quo of where mutants have been right and so for the next five or six months i believe they're back against the wall trying to do whatever they can to survive and to take down orcas for what they've done to the mutants not knowing what's happened to the mutants
1: yes i do believe however some of the constructs of the krakoan era will carry through like i think once they figure them out and get them back i don't think they're going to get rid of gates because i feel like That's clutch.
0: Gates are still there, yeah. I
1: feel like Resurrection is not off the table right now. Maybe. At this current moment, yes. But I think down the line, I don't think it will go away completely.
0: Right. And 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 just the island of Krakoa is still alive and still doing stuff. Right. I think the seeds are there to continue to spin it in some other direction if they want.
1: But I think that the... All living in one place together is... That's over. Done.
0: That's done. Yeah. That's why I mean like the nation of Krakoa. Right. Likely done. At least for now. Who knows? Probably done. (laughs) You got personal news?
1: Yeah. So my personal news is that my coping mechanism for the last week in or so in dealing with my injury is purchasing nerd wallets and bags and I have most recently acquired the what I thought was the San Diego Comic Con exclusive from Loungefly, which I found out when I got it in the mail that it was actually a summer con exclusive and I could order it online. But the Jurassic Park thirtieth uh, anniversary wallet which glows in the dark, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: it looks awesome. Um, Plus, it's Velociraptor. It's a
1: Velociraptor, so dope, dope, dope. The inside has less pockets than I wish that it would have, but that's okay. Then, um, from my pal Stefania, I purchased a little X-Men Funko Pop looking um, neon-esque little backpack. It has... Rogue and Gambit and Magneto and Wolverine on it. So that's super cute. And sitting in a box in my line of vision, which I have not yet opened, is the Harry Potter Hogwarts Map Loungefly bag that I've wanted for so long and I finally bought it on Poshmark. So my news is I've been showering myself with gifts in order to make myself feel happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dealing with your injury. Yes. I mean, that's basically mine, too, with the cabinet. Right. The arcade game. The only other thing was kind of joint news that we spent a full day and then some taking out the metal fence around our house. Yeah. You don't want to talk about it.
1: To find out that we did a bad thing and we accidentally took out our neighbor's fence.
0: Part of literally There's a metal fence in front of the vinyl fence that he installed after the fact right. So he wasn't using it it's just it's not our fence that we took out. the most
1: horrifying moment of my life when he goes alicia and i come over and he puts his hand on the fence post and he says that was my fence literally my whole soul fell out of my body at that moment and i was like i am so sorry he's like it's fine. It's cool. No worries. Just wanted you to know. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't even... Did we even do like a news, news, news? Yeah. Okay.
0: What about a poll, poll, poll?
1: Let's do a poll, poll, poll. Ghost
0: Rider Wolverine, Children of the Vault, Immortal X-Men.
1: Wait, Ghost Rider's in the poll?
0: Why not? It's Krakoan era, even if it's not explicitly Fall of X.
1: All right. Well, pfft. I'm sorry, but Immortal X-Men won. Obviously. Obviously.
0: What is the number?
1: The number is 87%. 74. Oh gosh.
0: Children of the Vault came out, and I'm glad, because it was much better than I was expecting. I really enjoyed it.
1: It was good, yeah.
0: 20% on Children of the Vault, 6% on Ghost Rider and Wolverine.
1: I would think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. In my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the poll is not explicitly the Fall of X banner. The fact that Deadpool had been in the poll, Scarlet Witch sometimes, Iron Man sometimes. Deadpool
1: has the X symbol on it. Yep. This Wolverine does not.
0: It has the X-Men symbol. It's X. It doesn't necessarily have to be Fall of X, but it's modern. You mean in
1: the logo? Because it doesn't have it in the little box.
0: But, like, the Wolverine is the. The Don of X, Krakoan type.
1: All right. I'll give I I'll. already it put you. it
0: in the poll.
1: <laughs> Time to talk about that Infinity comic? Yeah. So we've got Polaris. She has... Mesmero. ...discovered the villain to be Mesmero. We know that he's the one who's manipulating Danny. He's the one that's been manipulating her. He's the one that actually murdered all those people it's been him all along
0: and th- he's trying
1: to thwart
0: her but and throwing in some digs you know he used to be a, a big bad villain and then he's just kind of b-level and he's going after specifically me and
1: yeah it's it was so it was kind of like sorry mesmero you're not as cool as you think you are and Polaris helps Danny break free of his clutches because he's
0: manipulating her, who's manipulating Polaris, right? Which is and like, them together, and that's why there's a little like, "How are you doing this? How am I not being able to fight you? You're nothing, you're mesmero, like get out of here, you're a yeah. joke." <laughs> but it's actually mesmero and mirage, Danny Moonstar,
1: right? And Danny is pretty intense.
0: This is the last part of this.
1: Yes. They defeat him. He is in his. (laughs) Not to jump to the end. Special handcuffs. I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it, right? It was the height of the conflict. She
0: discovers what happened, and it was Mesmero all along.
1: Silly biscuit Mesmero.
0: You think about how it continued on that investigative theme, Mm -hmm. and how Polaris seemed to know the entire time, or at least figure out that it was. Mesmero.
1: Right. In this issue, she, she knew the whole time.
0: Right. Written by Alex Segura. Art by Alberto Albuquerque. Colors Pete Pantazas. Letters Travis Lanham.
1: VCs Travis Lanham. That was
0: 99.
1: 99. Part
0: 4, 99. 100. Next issue is the people who died at the gala. Ah.
1: Oh, the team.
0: The team that got left behind. Interesting. Minus, minus Juggernaut.
1: Interesting, interesting, interesting.
0: Hot Claws said, I'd read a monthly series starring Lorna Dane and Danny Moonstar. And yeah, And so go. would I. Absolutely. This was a delight.
1: I always want more Danny Moonstar. I'll always take that. And I feel like they've been queuing up this idea that Lorna's is going to be in more stuff, especially with like the way in that one issue of X-Men that like, Jean was like consoling her and, right. and just like teeing her up for something. So and it seemed like this issue, this Infinity comic was really her trying to reestablish her confidence in herself as a hero. Right. Like she's sort of just feeling unsure and especially with Out the of death of Magneto. Like,
0: yeah, they're finally addressing it. Yeah. I wonder if Quicksilver's gonna say anything in Uncanny Avengers.
1: No, probably not. He's he don't it. care.
0: He processes it very fast. <laughs> Ghost Rider Wolverine?
1: Ghost Rider Wolverine.
0: I think we're going a little higher level, because as you have pointed out, this isn't really relative to the fall of X, but it is still relative to something X related. Warline keeps pointing out there is the the storyline in Ghost Rider is the weapon plus version of like demonic characters and Orcus being involved with them, which none of that comes up in this issue, which is kind of upsetting, but maybe still builds to that's, that's interesting. What if they do this crossover as a way to say, Hey, this is still going on in Danny's life. They'll talk about it at some point.
1: Well, Danny,
0: Johnny (laughs) going on and Johnny Danny is another ghostwriter.
1: Uh, but the thing is this says like the next issue is in Ghost Rider. So right. we a, have to pick up Ghost Rider also.
0: If we want to continue with this Weapons of Vengeance story, which I think we do, it's all Ben Percy, it's Wolverine and Ghost Rider. I'm interested. I'm gonna buy it anyway. So whether or not if so we're we talking if well. we talk about the excellent, we're talking about this.
1: Oh come on. You don't 100%. have to bring up the excellent again. Okay, so first let's talk about the cover. The cover is great.
0: Yeah, I can hear all sorts of metal music playing.
1: Yeah, the cover is great. I love it. It's so action-packed. They both look like baddies. I'm here for it. I I like, you know, all I really know about Ghost Rider for the most part, aside from like a tiny bit of Midnight Suns, is um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Mm. And I love being Ghost Rider in that game. So I'm here for it. Well, that's especially because his powers, right? His powers are so sick. Let's give it an honorary page turn
0: noise. We're really introducing all the similarities between Ghost Rider and Wolverine as in the visuals we catch up with what's going on in this story.
1: Yeah we're doing that classic here's a voiceover from the perspective of Wolverine but some visuals from the perspective of Ghost Rider so you can see how the two shall merge and become one.
0: Uh, We're loners but we got friends but we we struggle to keep friends when we got all our burdens that we carry and the demons that we're chasing.
1: Yeah, and then I feel like the majority of this book is is a flashback where we're really learning about uh some we, demon child.
0: Well, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. that Bef- that you see in that first the opening three pages on the bottom, it's one of the deaths similar to the way that this child is explained to have been killing people that way Mm -hmm. throughout the issue. So it's this child from way back in the day uh, between the two of them. Yes. Demon child. They
1: both know this child, which we will later learn is, is called Bram. But before that, it's time for a title page, ghost rider, Wolverine, weapons of vengeance, alpha
0: sympathy for the devil written by benjamin percy art by jeff shaw colors rain barretto letters travis lanham.
1: BC, Travis lanham
0: i do want to call out that page that splash of wolverine sneaking up on ghostwriter on johnny mm. i do love just how that arm around his throat and the way that he snuck up on him
1: yeah stealthy little wolverine
0: Bram was rejected from Xavier's Institute. That's basically this handful. Wolverine from the start was ready to kill this kid at the front door. He
1: was like, "What? I'm gonna jump off the roof. What are you doing here? You're an intruder. Get out of here. Good.
0: I don't trust you or this lady, even though you both look like nice people."
1: This did give me kind of like something's killing the children vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, throughout. The like, whole s-
0: he sees monsters monster he's connected to within. tethered to a monster, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I do feel kind of bad for him because it seems like he can't really control the monster within and no, everyone not at all. hates him and is, is afraid of him. Because he's killing people and, <laughs> and wants to kill him.
0: Brutally ripping people out and inside he, out.
1: So he he has a social worker and she takes him to Xavier and is like, Listen, please help us out. I know you know about mutants. Can you help out this kid? Xavier looks into it and is like, mm, s- "Jump back."
0: Yeah, your brain's this on fire. This is not
1: a mutant.
0: There's, there's a demon in this guy's brain.
1: Sorry, cannot accept.
0: Please leave. And they go. They, they does nothing. Does nothing to, to try to. You, you can't reach out to Stephen Strange. He you says
1: he has a friend that could maybe help. He just doesn't actually follow through.
0: You know, it's just it's past seven, and Stephen is asleep. probably Doing something mystical. He's on the astral plane. It's just Stephen Strange does not sleep.
1: We've got like tiny appearances here by Nightcrawler and Kitty saying what's up in the mansion. You know, fighting over the last mint chocolate chip. And then we head back to the orphanage. And basically, the dude who runs the orphanage is like highly upset. Like you did not get rid of this kid. I don't care what you do, just get rid of him. Meanwhile, the kid Bram goes back and murders all the other children. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, we do see a couple of pages showing us the the motorcycle stunts of Johnny Blaze yes. and. After the whole family situation, I don't know much about Ghost Rider. I did have to look up to just get a a read of, you know, kind of foster family and was a part of this recurring motorcycle act and the dad died and he made deals with mephisto and oh snap and then now he's in here you know falling we're seeing this is this just to give you in case you're coming in like us from just wolverine
1: yeah this i think is like how did ghost rider become ghost rider here's a flashback
0: and then this is wolverine how does wolverine wolverine he's just the angry guy he's (laughs) like the guard dog of xavier's institute
1: right we get our horrific death
0: and all the kids in the orphanage just ripped inside out yikes Back at the mansion, this demon takes down everyone as the lights are out and Logan's looking for candles in the basement. <laughs> and so he he just goes at the demon, which I I really do love the art pages, especially these fights. This fight in particular, yeah, this, this where he's charging at mm-hmm. the the devil bear. I've been the calling colors, him. the yeah, colors. The colors are so great. It's the colors on a bunch of the pages.
1: Yeah, and. So Wolverine's slashing demons, ghost riders waking up from his accident, you know, fully embracing his ghost rider self. And essentially, this kid is he's going to get away. He's out. And we don't know what happens to him until he comes back in the future,
0: which is basically where we're going to catch up. Going forward. Right. That's how we're going to connect.
1: This issue was essentially saying, like, this is how these two stories connect. This is something from their past that has come now to the present. And Wolverine is going to go deal with this on his motorcycle with (laughs) his friend Ghost Rider. Yeah, they're um, going to be motorcycle motorcycle bros to solve it. And it's going to have nothing to do with Orcas because Wolverine is over Krakoa and he don't care. He's going on his own
0: adventures. He's going on out into the Marvel Universe. Ghost Rider's first, Hulk, Captain America. He, he's just doing his own thing. It's a solo, solo.
1: It's on t- Wolverine on tour.
0: Wolverine uncut. <laughs> Next, Ghost Rider seventeen. Ben's like, I don't have to do a preview here. It's Ghost Rider.
1: <laughs> <laughs> read Ghost Rider.
0: <laughs> just read the book. You want to read it? Read the book. What'd you think? Was this? This was definitely your first. Well, no, we read that story. I think that part of an annual. But this is really your first ghostwriter story, like a full ghostwriter story.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it took me a minute to get into it because I knew that Wolverine was going off and doing his own thing, but I didn't know that it was going to read and feel like more of the sort of insert stories, you know, like the the legends. Mm -hmm. So... I think I was a little taken aback by it because it felt like I was reading an older comic.
0: And now I get what you're saying about the vote. I just feel like that's going to be the first issue slotting it into that backstory. And then from now, they're going to be in the present day following up on this Bram mm-hmm. case and anything else that intersects between the two of them.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely am intrigued by the like type of demon situation we have going on. And I feel like I don't think I necessarily needed to know the specifics of the Ghost Rider backstory of it all because it didn't really seem to tie into what was happening with Bram. So right, that, that part felt a little...
0: That's, I think, what Warline was upset about because the tie is set up there. Orcas, mm. these... Different kinds of projects, the Weapon X projects, Weapon Plus projects, you know, it just makes it seem if you're going to cross over these characters, this is the entry point that you would cross.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I, it was just this slotted retcon in a very specific, very classic time in both of these characters' lives with solid ties. I don't know Ghost Rider really at all, so I'm slightly out of my depth in that. But that didn't bother me. Like it didn't yeah, it didn't stop me from enjoying it. And I do like Wolverine. You know, I, right. my name's Justin and I'm a Wolverine fan.
1: My name's Alicia and I'm also a Wolverine fan.
0: Alright, Bub. Bubs. Bubsy Bubsy Bubs.
1: The Bubs are back in town. That's what they're singing when they're driving down the street in their motorcycles. The bubs are back in town, the bubs are back in town.
0: J.R. Matt and D asked if Ghost Rider and Wolverine will intersect with the Fall of X. It doesn't seem like it after reading this first issue. So Wolverine is a part of the Fall of X line. How much it intersects with the overall story, I think it might just be, oh hey, yeah, also people hate mutants. Maybe in that issue it'll tie into the orcus of it all. And then Maybe, that I will mean- become that would make sense.
1: That's where I feel like it should go. Yeah, yeah. Like you had been talking about that earlier, and I don't know if it was because Warline had brought it up or if you were just trying to give me some backstory. Both. But there was like this conversation of, hey, this is sort of what's going on in the the Ghostwriter story. So not that I was going into this particular issue with any expectations, but I was surprised to see that it was just this complete side story of this child right and i'm also intrigued because it kind of felt like since this was in the past right like bram is no longer a child because we did see that he ends up living with his social worker and she sort of takes him in and is like a mother figure and And then she is one of the victims that's who dies at the beginning of the the issue right And we see images of them, like we see family portraits where he kind of like grows up, he graduates high school or college or whatever that image is supposed to be. So we know that like he's been on a path, which is interesting to me because what I wonder is, is he on this path and was he able to like kind of quell the demon for a while and has something now triggered it to come back and is Orcus involved in that trigger?
0: You think about them doing that with Nightcrawler and Mm. Legion. And and even Xavier in all of, like the way of X and the way that they were like kind of planting different things inside of their brains, trying to unleash it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That was all. That was all of it. Through multiple things, like Legion was captured. They were trying to do Doomsday scenarios in his head and trying to unleash onslaught and Xavier, and then even the the like the Phalanx mind freaking machine. Orcus, and man. They that's been some of their heaviest attacks. In the last couple of years. Like psychological. Before. Yeah. yeah, Or just through. Yeah. It's all ma- mind games that they've been working on. Yeah. Children of the Vault number one. Children of
1: the Vault. I was very excited about this. Do you know Reading that it. the Children of the Vault um, spent time in the vault?
0: Of course. That's where they're from.
1: They're from the vault.
0: Stop it. <laughs> you stop it. They're at least not in a meat grinder.
1: Oh, gosh. Golly. All right. Let's talk about this cover. Cable, not looking great. Bishop, not looking great. Children of the Vault, looking super strong.
0: They're taking them down completely.
1: It's very ominous. It's very like, are you ready for the mutants to have their butts kicked again?
0: Because Children that's what of the we're, Vault we're is here. setting up. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I love it. This is so good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about the Children of the Vault.
1: I know. You've been excited about it since it's been announced. Let's get into it, shall we? Page turn noise.
0: We're counting down to the children. Mm. Right? The dream, the prison, kept in stasis, fed the lie that they are conquering the world. Forge has fed to them a false narrative
1: i think it's interesting the parallel between the idea that the dream in which they are living in the dream that forge has trapped them in and xavier's dream for krakoa they're dying at the same time right right like as the gala happened and as things are falling apart obviously the dream of krakoa is falling apart and then in the you know the time that sort of ripples out after that is when the children's dream starts to to dissolve
0: it completely turns off they wake up and they decide you know hey we we have the ability to basically the oven dings and they come out with all their toys
1: and they're so i kind of feel bad for them when they're like wait none of this was real all of this stuff that we thought we accomplished all this murder and conquering
0: that's what they're doing we
1: did like yeah i know but like they were happy I mean, they're not great. They're not great individuals. No. But they were happy and oh, they were. Yeah. And now they're not.
0: All right. Now they're going to enslave the human race.
1: Yes. They are. It's a title page. Become strike through The future.
0: Tomorrow's children. Written by Denise Kemp. Art by Luca Maresca. Colors, Carlos Lopez. Letters, Corey Petit. Pitty. Yannick Paquette and Guru EFX on that cover, into the lithium fields.
1: Yo, this was intense.
0: So this is true. This exists. What? The lithium. I mean, I hope people don't drink from it. But these are actual. These are a thing.
1: What are we doing to our planet?
0: Mining for crazy resources.
1: Ugh. Oh, but like in this, in this much of a truth of like we've replaced know water with lithium.
0: I don't. I'm not a. You know.
1: I hope that's not true, but I only you know what? It's did a cursory probably amount is. of
0: research, but
1: it's probably true, probably. all of it. So, with this, so essentially, this
0: Rodrigo's story, as we find out about the lithium fields having contaminated their water supply,
1: this person is attempting to unalive themselves,
0: basically, and or make something on social media as they're taking pictures. The towering future city behind them
1: yeah that's a photo bomb if i ever saw one
0: the future failed rodrigo yikes what is is yo
1: so we got cable and he's imprisoned by orcas with an aim. missing an arm yeah trying to be mind messed with Trying to pull out the information, and he's got his mantra what is, is, and that's keeping him going. However, this cable has white hair.
0: This is not Babel. This I is thought, not Babel. I thought it had to be Babel.
1: I was highly confused. I was like, did they somehow age Babel? Because we know that Orcus captured, captured Babel him.
0: and took his arm. So we it just don't this. And, and without any, like, oh yeah, he, he was captured. And Moira was point. real
1: happy about it. Like right. there was a whole sassy Nimrod, Moira, Omega Sentinel little party they had where they they captured Babel.
0: But Jordan White did confirm that this is old man cable captured with out his arm.
1: So I guess Orcus is just traveling around the time stream. Well, pick, they're all picking, they were all
0: in one spot. picking not,
1: All the cables. They're
0: not traveling the time stream. How do cables. you know
1: they're not working with the TVA?
0: I mean that's a huge amount of manipulation and corruption I feel like the TVA, I wouldn't put it past I feel like them. the TVA would be above Orcus and would not play into that type of but maybe because they hate cable
1: maybe and also they like Omega sentinels from the future so maybe she's got ins in the future but they, TVA.
0: they're trying to prevent the destruction of Right, and the, the TVA is the... not
1: anywhere in the past, present, or future. Yeah. They exist outside the timeline. But either way, Orcus is not happy because they can't get what they want out of old man cable. And they're being interrupted because someone is here to surprise jailbreak. It's Bishop. How's a Bishop? These two don't even like each other.
0: They don't really go into the history. I mean, I posted about it the other day. The reasons why they hate each other.
1: I was actually glad you posted that because I did not know that that's Bishop often, tried to kill Hope.
0: That's often what guides my social media ideas. Of, all right. What wouldn't you know <laughs> to understand this type of comic? Bishop tried to kill Hope and that is the reason why they hate each other or have hated each other. He thought that Hope is the reason that his dark future was created.
1: Ah, Interesting.
0: And they make this escape with Cable possessing a group of Orcus agents, making them believe that they're mutants and that they're defending Cable and Bishop in the escape. And what I Genius. think is
1: so impressive is that not only does he convince them of this, but it's not like a, Hey, bloop, I'm mind controlling you when you're in my presence it, kind they, of situation. He like change their minds sticks. Yes. And these guys eat the last one that survives Believes it until his death and requests to be buried with his people on Krakoa, which is a request that is not granted. And that's insane to me. That's a whole new level of Cable's powers that I did not know. I didn't know. Like, I knew. And, okay, Alicia, gather your thoughts. You're getting too excited right now. So, obviously... With the techno-organic virus, you know that so much of Cable's mental power strength is geared towards that. But we don't often see him use that part of his power in combat because he has, you know, his strong guy weapons right? thing. He's
0: got so many things.
1: So... I was blown away by this level of, like, mind manipulation.
0: Oh, yeah, no, he's crazy strong. Even the note about how this would hold an Xavier-level threat indefinitely and Cable was going to solve it in three days. Mm-hmm. You know, th- he is super strong, and he's just so far from the future, has so many different upgrades and ways of thinking. He's trained as a soldier, so he knows he's the guy. You know, he is the person. He's not Xavier. You can't compare the two. No. He has fought his way out of... A ton of things like that. He uses his arm to detonate the base that was holding him captive. I
1: really like that arm, but I guess I'm just going to blow it up. I like when Bishop's like, we're not going back for it. He's like, no, nah, no, that's not what I want. The, I want to explode it.
0: This page, what is is as Cable reads Bishop's mind is mm. beautiful. Yes. I love it. Probably one of my favorite panels of the issue.
1: Yeah, it is. And here's okay. A little
0: hellfire recap.
1: I like that it's a hellfire recap, but I am confused as to why Bishop knows that Charles Xavier is crying on the beach. That's fair. But I do agree. The image is great.
0: Maybe Bishop is in touch with the resistance and they are aware of, I mean, they, at least Emma knows where Charles is. Yes. So I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Bishop's been doing this for a while as we get in his war journal. He's been slowly crossing things off the list, trying to find his way through all these Orcus bases.
1: Well, what I feel like we're getting, which is interesting in, you know, we we suspend our disbelief when it comes to what the timeline is because we know that time means nothing in comics. However, what I'm getting the sense of from this week's issues is that we're operating around a month after the gala. X weeks. Like, X weeks is, is at least a month. Yeah. So, yes. Bishop's been been around the town. He's got a list of a bunch of Orcas bases, and he's going under the cover of darkness and taking them out one by one.
0: In come the children of tomorrow.
1: Rebranded
0: delivering the message yeah i mean i don't know did they ever call themselves the children of the vault
1: well it is kind of mentioned here that like they don't call themselves that anymore right They're now the children of tomorrow Well, we're so. not
0: in the vault and we're bringing all of our inventions we're bringing tomorrow
1: here's the thing that really grinds my gears and i'm sure it's intentional i'm sure it's supposed to grind my gears but these children are coming out here Yeah, maybe they're not broadcasting directly into your mind. No. But they have a hologram that's taking over everything. It's showing up wherever they want. And they're saying, hey, look at us. We're the children of the vault. We have technology and medicine that we will give you for free to take care of you.
0: Yep, You think about this message versus Krakoa and Xavier at the beginning of House of X. The announcement telepathically in everybody's brains. Mm -hmm. You compare that to... The Eternals in Druig when he hijacked everyone's cell phones to tell them his offering, his message. And now you have the children of the vault that come through you in technology, but not as hijacking of your personal technology, just messages that appear to you. It's like they took all of the gifts of Krakoa and made them a little bit more palatable and did not ask for anything in return.
1: Yes, The the did not ask for anything in return I feel like is the key because they are appearing on like TVs and things like that. So they are a little bit hijacking technology. But I think it's the we're going to offer you all of these things but we don't want anything from you. And I guess the idea that they're saying we've gained all this knowledge because we – We've been in this (laughs) pressure cooker and we've aged all this time. And so it's technology and years of understanding and learning. And it's not that we have some superpowers, even though they do have superpowers. So they have like this twist on it that is like, we're different than the mutants. We're better than the mutants. We're here for you now.
0: It's all technology and has nothing to do with a living tree or island. It's just technology and it's here and you love that you love technology you're humans it's it's tomorrow towns basically forges krakoan habitats Dude, and
1: they just pop them up
0: yep it's all the medicines replacing everything that you needed from krakoa it's literally i, w- I was thinking about this because the Pikachu had a question about what else are they supplanting of krakoa's gifts basically right and I thought of I was trying to think. Okay, what have they taken away, or what have they replicated themselves now? And you think about the pacification of the warriors, which we're gonna get into in the reveal as to what we find in Bishop's mind. But this this virus that now is spreading that we'll get to Mm -hmm. as a analogy to Arako leaving the war in. The earth and, and being taken out of, and then being pacified with the peace of Araco Mars.
1: Well, it's sort of like, you know, we're, we're, as we're reading the comic, like, I'm like, what the heck? You guys are basically just doing exactly what Krakoa did, and now suddenly it's fine. Why they don't have any qualms with it? Nobody's asking any questions. No one's comparing you to Krakoa. And then we realize that that is because
0: there's a virus. They
1: have that. implanted this virus in everyone's mind.
0: All right so they find Cable's safe house
1: <laughs> which he acquired in the 90s the 1890s
0: I love the the joke of Josh Brolin he makes the guy think he's Josh Brolin as they're walking through the street this someone recognizes Cable and he's like is that oh I love you uh, Mr. Brolin <laughs> Josh Brolin being who played Cable in the Deadpool movies
1: Nice touch
0: The way Bishop reacts to seeing Cable set up all the things that he has at his disposal, just how much he has prepared throughout time for stuff like this.
1: Cable does not mess around, okay? The
0: the comparison between the two as these future fighters, these people that come from alternate times from this, but in very different ways.
1: Right. Well, Cable has the ability to keep bopping around. Right. And Bishop was just sort of like... Sent here and there he is. He's
0: traveled some, but does not frequently travel.
1: He can't just go get supplies to build whatever.
0: He's not body sliding all the time.
1: Look at this outfit.
0: Cable coming out with the brand new digs. I'm into New arm. I think think it's great. I think it builds in a lot of classic calls, but looks updated.
1: That's what I was going to say. It definitely is like an homage to the classic cable look, but it's an upgrade and I like it a lot. Yeah. And this is when we find out, you know, Cable's Cable calls upon his his robot friends (laughs) to uh, to get a closer look at what exactly is going on in Bishop's mind. Now, this is where I'm kind of confused because I was going through this data page and I was like, all right, so all of these elements are built into this virus. Yes.
0: All of these elements so These like are, uh, part on the data of Weapon page you mean?
1: Yeah, like part of Weapon X, it's part techno organic virus, it's, it's part Hexus, Hexus the Living Corporation. Yep, yep.
0: Which is a callback, I believe, to giant size storm issue inside mm. the world. And and did you notice in between those two, Hawkspox? Mm. That's very self referential.
1: Ha <laughs> ha ha. I didn't get that until right now
0: these are all similarities that the virus has. So trying to understand what it is by comparing it to things that it shares some makeup to. So I don't, it's not like 61% this, but it's sampling six 61% of hawkspox.
1: Interesting. Yeah. See, that's why I was like, these numbers don't add up and I'm very confused, but all right,
0: it's a virus and it's everywhere. They're finding as they walk through the streets, they're just seeing this same thing that appears in Bishop's mind on everyone around them. Hearing the chatter that the conversations between them about like, oh, and he's saying that he's such a little boy and he's saying that the children are tomorrow.
1: Do we think that in their initial messaging somehow this is how they implanted the virus and that cable doesn't have it? Because he He was was trapped trapped During that time
0: And it's probably spread by You know like an idea Right Mm -hmm. so as it's shared So he has not been out in the world Doing things like Bishop has Bishop has had it burrow in his mind Even he references the fact that When he heard it He was giving them the benefit of the doubt And he never does that Why would I trust Why would I believe These children They're obviously bad guys
1: Obviously bad guys
0: Everybody knows that
1: And that's where we leave it
0: That's the end yeah
1: that's the end. What's that Krakoan?
0: Lay your hammer down. I'm Ooh. so glad that the Cracon's back. I love that.
1: I know. I was just like, wow, I haven't said that in like years. Right, right. I haven't been able to say, what's that Cracon say?
0: Oh, this was so much better than I was expecting. I, I just wasn't sure what to expect at all, but I loved it. Like, I I'm thought glad, it was really great. Yeah. I'm glad it got votes for Book of the Week, too. It just had so much energy at the start. And a clearly defined story idea. And I I love the characters on our side and the villains as a big threat.
1: I also really like that, you know, the title is the villains, but we're still getting this Bishop Cable story. Like we're not only getting the perspective of the children of the vaults because I'm just excited to have this dynamic. I like this idea of these two characters together sort of working through their differences and Also, they're baddies, so I want to see them in action, and I'm so ready for them to just throw down. I think it's interesting, too, the the idea that Cable, being a character who has to deal with this techno-organic virus in his body all the time, is the perfect person to understand how to combat A techno-organic type virus in other people right know? right it's really nicely set up for him to have the skills needed to take on this challenge
0: yeah which is just it's it feels like really solid storytelling Mm -hmm. like i I just i'm so excited for issue two do you think and that's that's X-Men now hitting in that same way. And the preview on Uncanny Avengers making me like, oh, all right, cool, more, please.
1: Do you think that Forge is going to make his way to this book we- since he was recently going, oh, snap, the, the
0: vault? So we have a question about that, I believe. And also, if you think about or or you don't necessarily know this, but Forge's relationship between these two guys and, and with future and with tech in both the comics and in the animated show he is often connected to all of this cool so i would i would be very surprised if he didn't show up at some point future dog walker loved children of the vault the Hawkspox pox shout out on the data page was chef's kiss i really <laughs> hope forge comes into play in this title he has to right yes. so i just feel like perfect Back up to what we were just talking about is, yeah, we're thinking it all.
1: Yeah. He, I I mean, the way that he was just like, the vault, oh, no. You know, in that last issue of X-Men, I feel like. Right. He knows what's up. He's coming.
0: Vaderino was a little confused. Didn't they capture Kid Cable right before the gala? So they captured both cables. So then Kid Cable is still around somewhere. And yeah. Jordan confirms that he's still in their clutches. So he still has... They still have Kid Cable tied let's,
1: up. Let's just hype up for a second how exactly Jordan confirmed it.
0: He confirmed it on the post that I had made about Bishop and Cable. Uh, J. A J.A. Arbok author would ask about the confusion of who was what. And Jordan commented, which was cool. Right. It was so cool.
1: It's cool. We appreciate Jordan's interaction He's a great with guy. We pod. had
0: a lot of interesting conversations at the Hellfire Gala in San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah,
1: yeah he's super cool. Good dude.
0: Comic extracts. The children's costumes are awesome. This art with the issue was Star Eyes. I, yeah. I loved everything about it. Yeah. yeah, the art, the story, the, yeah, the character like dynamics. Look. They're just,
1: looking sleek over there. Just
0: their concept of like we are your new gods, but without saying it. The children of tomorrow.
1: It's the phrasing, right? That idea, the whatever of tomorrow has this like the promise of a bright future kind of that's the vibe it gives.
0: Yeah. The Pikachu asking, what will they do next? What will they take from the mutants next as a gift? And do you think, this is where, where my mind went, do you think that they will introduce resurrection? Or will that be too connected to the mutants? The fact that they have the ability to control them mentally, you know, they also seem to have the ability to prevent the need for resurrection because they can prevent a lot of disasters and deaths.
1: Yeah. It's, that's definitely interesting. I feel, I don't know if they would want to go down that path of resurrection. And I feel like because they have the ability to mind control people, I think that would be the first question that people would have. Well, if you have this and that and this, the way the mutants did and, or why are you just exactly the doing the mutants thing?
0: But not like, killing us right, like the mutants did.
1: If they, But if they had the free will to have those thoughts, they would ask for resurrection but I think that they don't essentially have the free will that they think they have so the children of tomorrow don't need to entertain that idea right now
0: right it, it was not like what are the people going to ask for it was what are the children going to offer right bring? but I'm
1: saying I think that they they wouldn't do that they don't need to offer right. it because they can they don't they Manipulate can kind of wipe otherwise. that idea from people's mind
0: Maddie Bond said After the recent run of Less Than Stellar Minis Children of the Vault was surprisingly good Loved the dynamic between Cable and Bishop The pace and art Gave me high hopes for the fall of X And I completely Ooh, yeah. agree on everything
1: I agree too The pacing was great in this book
0: Yeah And
1: I, fun Like I liked the like the I got it in the 90s yeah, yeah, yeah. The 1890s right.
0: I, don't, I don't know this writer This is his first work on I think on Marvel And maybe even comics
1: That's cool I, I very much enjoyed it, so I'm excited to see where it goes.
0: Maddie also pointed out, Bishop, trying to sleep on the down low with the big yellow X yes, visible. Yes,
1: for sure. I was like, I sleep during the day right, right, right. with my X emblem exposed for Just everyone to see. Under some
0: cardboard in an alley. You wouldn't see me.
1: Just like take the patch off, man. Don't brand yourself like that.
0: Warline saying... Can we talk about how Camp, the writer, confirmed that the children of the vault are the variants of the children of tomorrow? That's wild and further al- shows why the maker isn't to be trifled with. So there has already been that comparison drawn with the the head type thing in the vault, the thing that's running the vaults, mm-hmm. making the children. The children of tomorrow and, and the fact that they call themselves that in the name i feel like that's what warline's pointing out so the children of tomorrow in the ultimate universe are the maker's creation They're got it essentially what they are here
1: i was like i can't respond until you <laughs> give me more information because i don't know who the children of tomorrow in any other context but there's are. no
0: maker involved here and it. i also wonder you know they did have that panel of stasis outside the vault at some time
1: mm.
0: right back in one of the before the falls the sinister four one I don't know, just something to point out.
1: There's too many things to keep track of at this point. If I had a murder board now, it would be like the size of the whole house.
0: It's good seeing Cable back being the anti-Xavier type soldier who does anything to ensure that he makes the world a better place, which I really liked, yeah. Mm. Uh, And the authors, this is what I was pointing out, it was the writer's first book. Been excited about what he's been doing, he's a complicated sci-fi writer like Hickman from what I know about his work. So that's cool.
1: That's awesome.
0: No good comics. Next time lady, no good questions. My lack of space for more comics. I'll say what is, is, (laughs) and I I messaged Justin back and I cackled. So I was laughing so hard, man. Oh, that was so good. That's funny. I mean, yeah,
1: what is, 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 is very much like it is what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but so much more of a, so much less of a reality TV statement. You know?
1: Yeah, and also, like, it is what it is, kind of.
0: It's more negative. It lends
1: itself, yeah, to a more negative connotation than what is, is. Just rolls off the tongue in, like,
0: a more zen way. What Cable does with it, how I can change things, or change myself, or. Right. It was very poetic. I loved it. Also, Cable mind-controlling the Orca soldiers to run off the roof. Well freaking deserved. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: The worst.
1: It's definitely a worthy and interesting way to go of like, oh, you're going to target and kill mutants? Well, I'm going to make you think that you're one of us then. And your friends will target and kill you. Is it time? It's
0: time.
1: Immortal X-Men. Ah, oh,
0: story of Charles Xavier. Aren't you so excited? Um... You liked this, yes. I like this issue. You liked this Charles story. It's, no. Yes. It's such a good Charles story. It's
1: not a Charles story.
0: Uh, It's very much so a Charles story.
1: Okay. Agree to disagree. Okay? (laughs) I think it's an Emma story.
0: Uh, Emma is a supporting character in both the stories of Charles and Shaw.
1: It's a Shaw. Oh, Shaw. It's a Shaw
0: story and a Charles story that Emma features in both.
1: Let's just talk about the cover so we can get into it.
0: Our main character on the cover uh, blah, 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 blah. on the island crying to some sentinels.
1: It's a zombie sentinel, which I'm kind of into. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so beautiful. I love Mark Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good work.
1: If you don't love Mark Brooks, I don't know how that's possible. Let's go. Ready? Page turn noise. Pfft.
0: Xavier on the beach after how long? X weeks later, right? It's so X
1: weeks, baby.
0: We're in that. We're in that time. Everything has jumped since the gala.
1: Long enough for Charles Xavier to grow some scraggly facial hair. In
0: Karen Gillan's newsletter, he said, "I don't know why Lucas Wernock decided to render Xavier to look just like me, but here we are." <laughs>
1: But here we are.
0: And there's some flashbacks to a conversation that we hadn't seen previously. Destiny and Xavier talking before the gala. Right. Her telling him
1: get if, Mystique out of if there. If anything
0: happens at the gala, get Mystique out. It's- also
1: Destiny, you can't be you can't be saying stuff like that. If anything happens at the gala, Bro, if you know That's something might happen at the gala, you have to say something before That's y'all this... are walking in
0: the gala. Sure. But her powers are out of control. She's unable to actually see clear things.
1: But you can know enough that Mystique needs to get out.
0: She is a key in the same way Manifold is to teleport everyone from wherever they've gone to. Spoiler alert. But yeah, it's <laughs> out there. You know, it's out there.
1: Yeah, you know, it's out there.
0: But you're here they're no. not dead
1: mystique is a key
0: gotta be infiltrating
1: mystique is not dead ps i'm i'm jumping on the train okay to to conductor of the right train i already said it mystique is not dead we she swam away
0: sure i agree
1: i still think she, she went down to namor and she said yo namor I join need the some murder help. mommies
0: let's go i do want to point out i i've seen it a couple times this line that very specifically not only these two characters i think Phelong also uses it this is a cancer surgery charles and you are the cancer that's what they keep you, on saying charles no all mutant kind no they they, they <laughs> say it to all mutants they said it to emma as well in iron man about the mutants being a cancer on this earth mm. which i just think is uh it's terrible but it's interesting as a repeated line throughout the line
1: yeah you know what else I really enjoyed, too, is the art on these first few pages is very much giving me hox pox vibes with like the layout. Yeah. And this like reoccurring image of Charles just, you know, standing there.
0: And I don't know if it's Lucas on every page, but it also looks like some of the styles change. Like it almost looks like he's imitating Pepe in that those two panels where Rogue's flying with Xavier and, and Xavier is crying on the beach.
1: Mm. Like, or are those the panels from No. No. Those are different. But maybe it was like an attempt to right. make them That's look as saying. much like the those panels as possible. Yeah. How upset were you? I know I already asked you this sort of at the beginning of the episode, but when I read this when I got to the page where he was like, I pushed them through a meat grinder, I was like, Oh, just needs to read this again. He's gonna be so upset. A meat grinder?
0: Charles, who put that thought in your head?
1: Don't know. And we've reached the title page. All striked out. No more
0: mutants. Sympathy for the Scarlet Witch. Written by Karen Gillen. art by Lucas Wernock. Colors by David Curiel and Eric Arseniego, Letters Clayton Coles. He
1: sees Clayton
0: Coles. Mark Brooks like we were talking about earlier on that amazing cover.
1: Interesting to me the title of this being Sympathy for the Scarlet Witch. Because I get it, but also it seems like it doesn't really have a ton to do with the issue.
0: No More Mutants being the line that damned the Scarlet Witch, right? The fact that she took away their powers. What we then see on the next page, Shaw taking away his powers because of an Orcus mandate. Plus, there's tactics of essentially stripping mutant powers from people and stripping them from the Earth. So it's like scarlet witch you thought the scarlet witch was the bad guy right you thought all that time that the scarlet witch was the evil person no no orcas is these okay bro i don't know this is this is shaw Shaw
1: just straight up gives no and he's just like yeah i'm just whatever
0: but i'll judge myself it's an exchange of business dealing it's just bartering chips
1: i never was a mutant anyway he's all like whatever i don't care
0: just had an X gene
1: I feel like you're going to regret this
0: decision, sir. Or have to get resurrected. I mean, whenever that comes back, it's interesting because, you know, I don't I don't think Shaw is doing this for the mutants. No, I don't think that he's using this as a way to infiltrate. He's not like a double agent. I know. That's why that's why I'm saying I don't. Right, right. But that would be a cool way to do this, knowing that you could get your powers back if you were resurrected.
1: I just think. I feel like he must have instant regret to be like, it's fine. I'll inject myself.
0: Well, especially when he realized that they don't have any right. of the businesses. Right. So he d- made this deal with Mother Righteous to get Krakoan businesses, the Hellfire Trading Company, and he has nothing.
1: You have to be very specific with Mother Righteous. You can't say you want to own Krakoa because, in fact, you will own Krakoa the island. The island. But you do not own the entities that were on Krakoa. Sorry, Kingpin does.
0: Remy pointed this out on the page with New Tessa as he tells this woman, that's your name, you're Tessa. Yeah,
1: you're Tessa now.
0: Right. The hand in one of the panels, you can actually see it, a couple panels, but her left hand is seemingly metal.
1: Oh, interesting. What do you think that means?
0: Maybe she is one of Blondie Pierce's adjustments, right? He had <gasps> cybernetic the Reavers from the Hellfire Club. Donald Blondie Pierce. I was looking for this specific panel of Shaw meeting with a couple other notoriously bad humans back in the day about starting a Sentinel project mm. and in investing in or earning money from it was at the end of an issue. I can't remember what issue and I was looking for it, but I, I think it
1: wasn't an issue that we had to read for something for Graham Elkin Lane because I recall reading it as well.
0: Uh, no, because maybe one of the trials, it's in Claremont's run. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, Shaw's just angry. He's angry at New Tessa. He's angry at Mother Righteous. He's just angry because he's not getting what he wants
0: because he goes to the Hellfire Club to summon Mother Righteous, right? That's the way of communicating. Whether that's what Celine had been doing in the Hellfire Club <laughs> earlier was using this pentagram of sorts in blood to talk to Mother Righteous. Oh, you thought that you are dealing with a businesswoman? No, I'm a bloody I, sorceress.
1: I, this is magic, baby.
0: You gotta you gotta pay attention to the stories when you're dealing with magic. You
1: gotta say the exact specific words that you want, even and if, also
0: even if you don't, it's a magic trick. Like I right. can mess with you.
1: And also, your membership to the Hellfire Club has been revoked. Right. Look at Emma in her Hellfire glory.
0: Oh, yeah. Coming back. Coming back in his mind, just shaming him for what he's done <laughs> to Krakoa. The fact that you, you sold out all of mutants.
1: Yeah. The way she whispers in his ear, I did it for the children. You did it for sense. You're dumb. You have nothing. And you forsaked our people for nothing. You slimy little worm of a man.
0: Doesn't think that he's their people. Shaw's real superpower is turning cents into billions. So he's he's going to turn this around. He's very excited. very happy. I'm going
1: to sell it all. Smiles. Honestly, at this part, I was like, what are you going to do? Are you going to throw up a sign and say, welcome to Jurassic Park, like on Krakoa?
0: You could do whatever you want. I mean, they got monsters or at least a guy making you think that there's monsters.
1: We got tours of Krakoa. Come on down. We're just
0: going to sell some trees. Sell a gate. You want a gate? little memento put it in a museum that's part of this next data page is the exploitation of Krakoa the different stages that Shaw has in his business plan to mine the minerals of the island
1: take it for all it's worth
0: but there's a handful of snags as he's updated x weeks later on his boat by (laughs) new Tessa Celine is just chilling Celine
1: I do, is like you're an idiot.
0: <laughs> I do like the note in one of the stages about Shaw wanting to protect the external gate to keep Celine happy. Right. Right. So to to think about what he's doing to try and keep her on his side, you know, they do have a history involvement with the Hellfire Club, mm-hmm. so that, that's interesting to to see how they're formed as a duo within this larger Orcus organization because they have this guard here who is. Of Orcus and they're outside the island, so they're you working think, with Orcus.
1: You think Celine injected herself to remove her mutant no, powers? No. I feel like she could I kill you like, all. She I kill feel like, like Shaw, like really, is dumb. Like you messed up, man. You know Celine didn't do that. You know Celine was like, "Get away from me with that nonsense."
0: Suck the life out of you.
1: Ugh. And then we're back to Charles. And he's just ignoring Emma, doesn't want anything to do with Emma. She's worried about him. This Like is me, new. Emma right. Frost. I'm worried about you, I Charles. I actually care
0: about you, you dumb bald-headed fool, sitting in the sand, crying. He's so bleary-eyed, weary. Leave me be, Emma. Our children are dead.
1: Yeah. Calm down, Charles. I mean I,
0: I don't think that, that's an appropriate reaction. I, I get it's it's the fact that everybody's dead and it's at his hand right, and that's what he's grappling with, and he's protecting the island from these orcus agents that are coming aboard right using his powers to project because apparently you can't have a side dampener on a boat. you know but you, you can have the side dampeners at the gala so you can't affect their minds, but not on the boat not on, not the, not boat. on the island.
1: Well, here's the thing. He's saying, right? Our children are dead. However, Charles, you know that a handful of us resisted, and people, mutants are still here. And this is not a Scarlet Witch situation where there is no ability to have more mutants be born. Sure. So it's just very hard. It's totally hard. It's totally hard. But Emma's saying, Charles, you need to reconnect with us because you need to understand that there are still mutant children who need our protection. And he just doesn't want anything to do with it at all.
0: You couple this with what Doug said to him last issue. I don't blame him. The fact that he was like, you can't solve this problem. We don't believe in you. We don't trust you. And then he goes and does what he did. And does what he thought that was going to save them. Well, like, it's a comb- I completely understand why he's saying this to Emma. I, I get what you're saying because anything Emma says is is gospel. But Right,
1: and Charles Xavier's
0: the worst no matter what Exactly. He does. So I just I, I want to dissect that a little bit and say, like, no, this this tracks for the experience that he had.
1: For sure. And, but I also what you just said made me think of something else because Doug said we don't trust you we're not gonna do what you say we don't we don't think you have our backs and then moira and stasis said everybody's gonna go charles he did not even attempt to reach out to people's minds and say hey this is what we need to do and give anybody the chance to do it of their own free will he he's just not, said y'all gotta go
0: he's not gene you know gene could do something gene could do something different he was taking, taking over all those mines. He even said the difficulty of the strain of commanding that many mines all at once.
1: Right. So, more Orcus agents. But
0: for Orcus agents, that's nothing, right? You can do this. <laughs> no more, no more, no more. Call back to Hoxpox. Mm-hmm. You know, again, the tie of the Scarlet Witch as that page where the atrocities of people uh, against the mutants. Right. This would definitely get notched onto that list if we then didn't see the next side where there's a quarter of a million mutants alive on a desert.
1: Knew it, nailed it, knew it, told y'all they weren't dead.
0: Nowhere, no when is our marker of the where and when.
1: Right. Very interesting to figure out where exactly they are, where this desert is, why can Charles not sense them, and the fact that we know that Exodus pushed hope. And the rest of the five together but through it's only one hope. gate, but it's only hope and Exodus who are here. Like, yeah. where are the rest of the five? And
0: destiny. So, I think that's interesting that this is continuing the stories of the Quiet Council members, mm-hmm. just where they're Wherever now. Wherever they're the fall. scattered. Right.
1: But this idea that destiny can't see anything and hope being (laughs) like slapping her right hope slapping her but first her being like yo destiny you're blind of course you can't see anything and she's like no i can't even see the future i know nothing and hope gives her the like okay well get it together and you know we 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 gotta move on and then where's my wife Ooh, where's your wife? I don't know, but she's not here with us currently.
0: Yeah, there's a quarter million people. It's definitely not Mystique. And we're all in formal wear. I love that line. Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's let's terrain the desert. Let's trek through the desert in our formal wear. And Exodus is like, this is it, This everybody. is my dream. This is my moment. I've been waiting all of Krakoa for this. I mean, he's been waiting
0: Let- like a thousand years for this. <laughs>
1: right. I know be back how to in the do de- this. I, I've done this. Let me guide I you. I know this song, and it's okay. He's gonna lead them That's with his end. messiah in tow.
0: We get a quote from him: the the whole mutant people were cast out from Krakoa and came to the desert. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against exodus and hope. The mutants said to them, "If only we had died by Orca's hand in Krakoa, we sat around pots of plenty and ate all the food we wanted." But you have brought us out into the desert to starve this entire assembly to death. The book of Exodus, which is so interesting. Like, so you think of interesting. The parallels to the Bible, right? And traveling right. through the desert and, and just the, the anger that these people have with Exodus, the blame that they're giving to him.
1: Which is so messed up. This is not his fault. Right. He did not mind control them to walk through the gate. And he is like, listen. I know how to live in the desert. Let me help you. And I do like really appreciate Hope being like, all right, Exodus, where are we going? And he's like, yo, I don't know. But we're just going to go. We're just going to go this way. We're just going to walk in this direction and eventually something will happen.
0: Next, just deserts. or just, just deserts. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I think it's probably a play on the phrase just deserts.
0: What did you think?
1: I really love this issue. And I know that you said that it was a Charles issue or and or slash a Shaw issue. But I feel like with the exception of a few members of the quiet council, this was a check-in. Sure. Where's the council? What's happening? And... Yes, we we saw the dirty dealings that Shaw was up to, but if you think about the council as a whole, we saw Shaw, Celine, Emma, Hope, Exodus, yep. Destiny.
0: But if I were to say who are the main characters, I would say Shaw and Xavier. Next it would be Emma and then Celine, Hope, Exodus, and Destiny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I liked that we were getting this sort of check-in as as to, like, what's happening. I want to know what's
0: up with Colossus. Where's he at?
1: Yeah. Definitely where's Colossus. We already know where Kate is.
0: Nightcrawler is not on. We know Mm -hmm. where Storm's up to. We know where
1: Storm's at.
0: What's Sinister doing? Where's
1: Mystique? Oh, my God. That was the other thing in the data page. Like, I'm going to mine the pit and take whoever's left in there and see how much Orcus wants to pay me for Sinister. Right,
0: right. Yeah, from Shaw.
1: Is Shaw going to find Doug? Is Doug going to reconnect with I mean, he Xavier? Knows,
0: he knows where he is. He knows that he's in there. He was in the meeting. He was right. in the room when it happened.
1: And also, huh, Also, if Xavier is on the island and Shaw's on his way there, that's going to be an interesting confrontation.
0: Well, he's not doing the dirty work. He's sitting on a boat and sending a group of goons who come back and cry about monsters. Right. DC Cinematic U said, Immortal 14 was one of the best issues I've read in a while. Something about it hit me. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was really good.
1: I think that just the the turmoil of the aftermath of the gala is such great fuel for storytelling. Like yep. great stories come out of these traumatic experiences because we have to see the characters overcome and persevere. Right. And you know, Pudding. recently Dylan and I were talking in relation to you know, everything that's going on with my injury. And he was saying how, you know, sometimes it's helpful to connect to these ideas of these characters that we look up to and that we love and, and think, what would they do in this situation? And that's what I think draws people so much to the books and to the characters is that not only do they see themselves as, You know being seen or heard but also they feel inspired to take the actions and the motivations and the willpower of these characters and use it as motivation to follow through on things in their own life so i think that with some of the stuff that's been you know where where things have been too easy or too soft and whatever for the mutants in the last couple of years because they've been really safe on krakoa you haven't had to see them in the face of adversity in the way that you do now. And I think that that's the thing that when people are always talking about like the the other eras of comics and why they like them so much. I think it was because those ideas were much more prevalent.
0: Hated and feared.
1: Right. And so like it's cool that we're getting back to that. But we're able to do it like, in a through new way, this different lens, through the
0: Krakoan right. entryway. Like
1: you had to have. That's what I was saying the softness the of Krakoa in order to get to this grittiness. And I think this grittiness is really exciting. And right. that's why I'm really enjoying so many of these books, because it, they it hits have the that metaphor.
0: Tone. It hits the metaphor so much harder. Mm-hmm. Michael Fox thinks that Big Daddy A will unite with Exodus, hope and destiny for the ultimate team using an O'Karan seed and given the cover that featuring him with a phoenix. Oh. And I just did a little little side-by-side because I, I saw the similarities between Exodus's stance in the desert and Apocalypse's stance at the end of Al Ewing's one-shot of the Heralds of Apocalypse. Oh! Where he's walking with the demon on his shoulder.
1: Interesting. You think they're just going to cross paths in the desert and then...
0: Or maybe that's how... Apocalypse uses the seed to open a gate to Exodus and somehow with destiny or with Rogue are reunited with Manifold and he's the one that opens the gate across from wherever they are. Mm hmm. Like Apocalypse is able to communicate with Manifold or with Rogue across.
1: Got it. And that's why Manifold is is key because he's the one that's going to transport transport uh, everyone back. Right. And Manifold can, can transport like cross-universe.
0: Eh, I mean, cross-universe, yes. Cross-universes to be determined.
1: Because that's the that's the kicker. That's the like, they can't just be in a desert on Earth. Right. Because if they were, Charles would be able to sense them. No
0: place, no when.
1: So they have to be somewhere else.
0: J. A. Arbach, author, loved the Exodus Moses in the desert imagery they are going for. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought that really hit well with, and especially just that passage at the end, the Book of Exodus, just for real, the followers. Yeah. Venerino loved it. Shaw is classic Shaw, and at least Xavier is doing something. But more <laughs> importantly, I'm so ready for Exodus in the desert. This is the perfect story arc for him. It really is. It's like everything that we know about him, right. and especially that Kieran's teed up in that story and in the mm-hmm. couple of in- exchanges that we've had with him over the year. I-, I just feel like this is exactly what he needs in his narrative,
1: right? And and we haven't gotten to see like throughout the course of Immortal and Krakoa, different council members have had their like moments to shine. And We haven't really had that for Exodus, so it's cool that he gets that.
0: I mean, we had it, we had his throwback, but yeah, not currently. We had his throwback in his battle against the the scimitar, something like mm-hmm. that. The the giant eternal Selene
1: monster. No, oh no, no. The, yeah, the, the eternal monster. He was
0: like the knight empowered by Emma and Hope, and right, that was amazing.
1: That was so dope. And I too, I do have to agree that like Shaw being dirty, dirty Shaw is. That's what we want. We don't want Shaw to be frustrated in a chair that he can't be dirty, dirty Shaw. We want him to be out in the world doing the
0: dirty. LV Duart agrees. So Shaw's no longer a mutant. I didn't think that he would give up that power like that. That's what I'm saying. That's a lot. Like His power, especially I love his power. He
1: was far too cocky to make that choice. And that was a dumb choice.
0: JP DiDomaso, did you like that they revealed that the mutants survived so soon, or would you have wanted to wait a bit? Which I think is a really great question.
1: I think it's a good question. The fact that, what,
0: we're two weeks after the gala?
1: But I don't think they should have waited.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't because I think that they... The X desk the Marvel peeps... They dragged out stuff
0: a little bit in the beginning.
1: No, it's not even that. I Mm. feel like... People don't think that they listen or care to pay attention to what the fans want, but I think that they're more in tune with the fans than people give them credit for sometimes. And think about how pissed people were when they thought that everyone was dead and they were like, how dare you again massacre everyone and they were like, listen... We needed to make you think this happened. You feel but we're, that, but we're giving you that. the relief soon enough so that you can not just boycott comics and you right. can actually still enjoy the story.
0: The thing that I find most interesting and why I'm okay with how quickly they revealed it is that they revealed it to us, mm-hmm. not to the other characters, right. not to the resistance. So we that have inside still has information. Time to play out, yes. and we get to see them do their story. And I do think there's something to what you're saying about like. Marvel doesn't want everybody pissed off for a full month about the fact that everybody's dead. I mean, you knew that Bobby and Gene were coming back by the solicits. Right.
1: But it was more the like the massacre of it all. Right. And heat grinder? I I did stop. And I do think that what you're saying about this dual storytelling is cool, right? Like in worlds they don't know. Right. So that's still it's not like Technically, the problem is solved.
0: Three different groups or more you mm-hmm. know, right because band. we
1: still have other people who went through other gates, and we don't know like where they are at.
0: Right Mm-mm-mm. Comic extracts, hope confronting and leading destiny was not on my bingo card, which I thought that, that was that was out of nowhere. The, the smack too, that slap page. Yeah, but I of, love it. I like to hope too. just being like, no, get your stuff together
1: get it together put it in a little box put it in put a backpack, backpack
0: take it to the store <laughs> and sell it get it together i think mystique is alive and close to shaw expect her to show when there's fireworks on Krakoa.
1: she's gonna come like up the side of his boat
0: <laughs> daniel had a couple of predictions as to who she potentially was already embedded <gasps> in the comic oh as my a shapeshifter God. right could be why not who
1: does he who does he think the guard the
0: guard on the boat
1: mm. Yeah,
0: definitely. Connor 1.0. Or, mm-hmm. no.
1: he can't. She can't be new Tessa.
0: She could be, yeah. That was his other suggestion.
1: <laughs> Our minds are connected.
0: Connor 1.0, mutants live! All, excma- all exclamation <laughs> points and caps. My bet is that they're on Otherworld or some adjacent dimension, right? Yeah. So that's why Xavier can't hear them, see them, talk to no, them? No,
1: that's what I said from the store.
0: Pete Woods, 86. OMG, Emma is actually worried about Xavier. <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy.
1: That's how you know it's bad. That's how it's That's real. That's how you know it's real bad. Because she, she
0: she's cares. She's like,
1: oh, God. This
0: is, fool. Is Shaw no longer a mutant? Seems it
1: like seems it. Seems like
0: it. He never was. you know.
1: Seems like he does not care, and he just gave it up real quick.
0: Pigaku saying, Charles has lost everything and he's a broken man. What do you hope he'll build himself back into? Like You don't want him to come back. You want him to be done.
1: No, I...
0: <laughs> what? Who is this? I, I th- Also, I think this is a really great question. Just because to think of the narrative arc for Xavier in the future from this point.
1: Right. Who were we talking to? Was it Deese when we were doing the episode with Deese about things and and was he the one that was saying that he thinks charles would turn into a villain now i think yes, it was i think so i that's what
0: i want to see a I villain how see. like like the new magneto essentially
1: right that's what these was saying yeah. like embrace the magneto philosophy
0: and then i said that cyclops is basically going the to new be charles the charles to the other side i don't know if xavier would go full magneto though i don't know if he would go that far And what for like two issues until they find out that everybody's back and then everybody looks at him like, oh, Charles, we didn't know you had that in you.
1: I feel like I would love to see Charles mature to a place where he doesn't have to be the one to do it all. Like I would like to see him learn how to actually be a member of a team. He's always promoting for people to be a team player, blah blah blah. But he always he is believes. this like a yeah. figurehead. Right. And I would love to see him actually understand like actually be compromise on the and like empathy and just yeah. just be relieve himself of the burden of having to be the only one
0: right actually be on the team versus calling the shots
1: right because you can still lead a team and be on a team which right. clearly like cyclops has been doing it right. so storm gene
0: right what are the odds on celine betraying shaw or vice <laughs> 100%. versa
1: 100
0: or also how long until orcas betrays both i feel like they'll try Maybe Shaw will die and Celine will be fine. I don't know if she'll save him. I don't think that she cares no, about it. No, I much.
1: don't think she'll save him. I think Orcus already has gotten what they need from both of them. So is not really concerned. Hence, like most of their dealings also being with Mother Righteous and not too directly connected to Orcus. So I think Mother Righteous has already sort of like laughed in Shaw's face and... I think Celine Celine will a hundred percent screw Shaw over. And what was the other question?
0: How long Orcus betrays them both?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're just <laughs> they're not gonna they're not gonna be making this out in a great situation. But I also think that Celine has Celine's best interests at heart. So if she starts getting crap from Orcus or Mother Righteous, she's going to take it out on them and yeah. kind of be like a savior for mutants without even intending to be.
0: Don Cougar Mellencamp saying, Exodus finally becoming the mutant we all knew he'd become, and I'm here for it. The Messiah, leader, the the person here. I, I know he says, hope's the Messiah, but...
1: Yeah, but it'd be nice for him to just take that on for himself.
0: Right, as long as he believes in himself, that builds his power.
1: And you know people are going to start believing in him.
0: Once he delivers. Warline saying that it was an okay buildup with good Xavier and Emma moments. It's good to see that it became consistent in the last few issues that Emma and Xavier are becoming closer. Not quite friends, but not the at each other's throats as they used to be a little bit earlier. I mean, I feel like... I haven't seen it other than this issue. I feel like they were almost just recently at each other's throats at the end of Sins of Sinister, those couple of issues. But we have seen the compassion of Emma in this issue on full display. The fact that she's checking in, worried about, you know, otherwise she didn't really say or do anything about him.
1: But I don't think that, so from my perspective or my opinion is that I don't think that they've gotten closer. I think that they were always close. I feel like they have, if I'm going to put it in sort of like the most basic terms, it would be like they have a brother-sister relationship where they are always at odds with each other, but when it comes down to it, they understand the importance and the love they have for the other one. So I think... Where they were at in the previous issues is this like budding heads, competitive nature, this stubbornness that the other is right
0: I don't or think, wrong. I don't think they think that they have a brother-sister relationship. I would not say that they feel like they have that. At least to Emma to Charles. Maybe Charles to Emma, but...
1: I just feel like they have a mutual respect for each other. And it's clouded by
0: who's in charge who's, who's running in charge? The charge who's calling but the i
1: don't think that like i don't think that suddenly emma cares more for charles than she did before i th- also think that that is coming from her respect for him and his place in mutant society and knowing like what people what other people think of him and, and his role in their lives and her being like you're an important part in mutant life like you need to get it together and it's less like oh my god charles i love you like her saying i'm worried about you i think comes from a place of like this is this shouldn't take us this long to get you here
0: yeah that's it that's all the questions that's everything everything issues
1: it was great it was another great week of comics i have to say that obviously leading up to the fall and the hellfire gala i had a lot of anxiety and i was very nervous but i'm very excited for a fall i'm excited i've always been excited i really can't wait for the next
0: yeah issues there's so many issues next week
1: oh no what are they issues
0: days of future past doomsday number two okay iron man annual number one which we didn't even talk about really the spider-man annual that was the contest of champions that had wolverine in it he won that contest and moves on to the the next round, I guess, taken over by Agatha and the quest to redo the Darkhold outside of Wanda.
1: Whoa, okay.
0: Ghost Rider number seventeen, because weapons Cause of we vengeance got, to, got yeah. to, yeah. Marvel's Voices X Men number one, Ooh, all those vignettes, all I like stories. those stories, yeah, yeah. Issues Alpha Flight number one, Fall of right. X title.
1: Intrigued by that one.
0: Yep, probably low on my list personally. mm Hmm. Uncanny Avengers number 1 high on the list of course. Of course. X-Men Red number 14 high on always, the list of course. Always
1: at the top of the list.
0: Dark X-Men number 1. Oh my god. You want to talk about top of the list. Dark X-Men. This is a long like we're going to have to figure out some way of covering all these issues in one episode. But th- that's a that's a big we'll step. We'll have
1: to pick like everything except X-Men Red and Dark X-Men will have to be like more high level. That's my prediction. Maybe. We'll see wow buckle up people until next time old friend charles are you okay i'm worried about you i'm worried about you bro alicia i'm worried about you thanks so much for joining us today on the ex-wife podcast be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends
0: the ex-wife podcast is produced in Providence, rhode island by alicia and justin our music is by kwan